Welcome to the Carmack Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Allen. In today's episode, we bring in our HR and recruiting departments, and we're going to talk about what it's like to work at Carmack, and if you'd like to work at Carmack, how to get in touch with us. So stay tuned and enjoy. Lots of people in the room. Actually, this is a big crowd, Ezzy. Uh, so we have Human Resources. We have our VP, Gail Wilkinson. Thanks. Hello, Gail. hello. Sure. And we have our senior recruiter, Carrie Hanna. Hello. You may know her from such craziness as LinkedIn and Snapchat. Totally. And probably Twitter also. Tweet. You're a tweeting Twitter. Tweeting. Twitting, twittering Twitter. All right. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the lovely Sarah Coleman. And we have T.O., Tim Osborne, who's also a recruiter. Welcome, Tim. You're doing awesome, buddy. You got those positions hired yet? Yes. I'm going to put some pressure on you. And then, of course, we have our marketing extraordinaire, Jerrica Bergener. Welcome, Jerrica. You can say it louder. We didn't hear you. Hello. Okay, that was really very different than the first time. So anyway, we thought it might be a great idea to talk a little bit today about karma culture, Recruiting, what we're looking for, what kind of opportunities are at Carmack, and what it's like to work here uh, outside of the small portal of Carrie Hanna's Twitter. So, with that, Gail, welcome, and uh, you Thanks. know, I'm just excited that you're here. I've been, we've been doing this for like how long? Is is this like about a year and a half? Yeah, and we haven't got had our hooks into you. Yet. Good deal. Well, we're uh, we're excited. We we talk to applicants all day, every day, and we love to. S- read the message about what Carmack's all about, what our culture is all about. I mean, I think just personally, I think we have such a super um, size of company and a super um, uh, culture going that we could talk all day about all the fun things about Carmack. But one of the things that, that I love to tell candidates is we have about 260 people. So we're that size that, you know, you've got great opportunities. We've got great technology. We can move your career forward. But we're small enough that you still kind of know your neighbors and you have that sense of teamwork and there's people know each other. Um, and we're all connected a little bit more than you find in a big company. So the, the just the size of what we have to offer is pretty awesome. I would agree with all of those things. And it is a lot of fun. For example, we recently had our, our cookout kind of an employee appreciation slash Memorial Day thing and tell us a little bit about that. You were well you were man in action flipping the burgers and the chicken breasts and all the other yeah, stuff. Probably gonna put in a workman's comp claim on that. I burned some knuckle. <laughs> oh, that's hair. right. There was some, <laughs> I'm sorry there were some flames. ate our hamburger with my knuckle. <laughs> there were definitely flames. Yeah, well, we have three locations. You know, we're in Carlinville's our headquarters, and then we have an office in Spanish Fort, Alabama, and an office in Springfield, Missouri. And all of those locations have um, different committees that kind of sponsor events. And so cookouts and fun stuff is part of what we want to do. I mean, that keeps people connected. You just connect with team members at a whole different level when you're doing something socially and fun. And we all have different things in our area that we can take advantage of. So every every office does some little different things. So this this year, this summer, for example, we're doing an event down at Grant's Farm for our kind of a summer thing. We also are taking a um, 
bus party buses to the loading docks so we're having a, an event in the fall that involves going down to Grafton and the other offices are planning we've done the escape rooms and they're doing a bowling kind of theme at one of the other offices and some um, the office in Spanish Fort of course is close to the beach so they're taking advantage of some of the the stuff that the Gulf Coast offers so yeah, we always have fun stuff happening. So the cookout was just one of those. How about the snow cones, though? Tropical snow snow cones. I had like three of those. Yeah, things. those were okay. Yeah. It wasn't just a snow cone; it was shaved ice. That that's a whole different level. That's of right. Snow cone. Indeed, I was just drinking the watermelon juice right out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, on a hot day, that was that was wonderful. But so. to your point, it's great because everybody can just kind of hang out and you know not have to worry about any work stuff and just get to know your neighbor a little bit better. So I always look forward to those things and we certainly can't do them every day, but boy, it'd be fun if we did. Yeah. But uh, I, I think people enjoyed that and had a great time. And Carrie and Tim were part of the bags group, right? Like, yeah. So who was the winner? Bags. We, we got our butts kicked. Um, yeah. <laughs> guys from my team crushed them. Oh, yeah. That's we, totally got humiliated. <laughs> we, don't, we didn't want to bring <laughs> that up bad. today. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sad. But let's talk about winning today. So, <laughs> one of the questions I think people may have around this company is that, you know, even local folks in Carlinville might drive by and see this big married building and wonder what the heck goes on in here. So maybe you guys can kind of talk about the different positions. I, I feel like the public perception might be we just write a bunch of code and that's all we do. So there's probably way more things to do because God knows I can't code. So you want to talk about that a little? Yeah, I mean, um, one one thing that I've noticed since I started Carmack is that um, people either, the technical people don't understand what we do here quite, um, and so that's why we changed our uh, website to kind of highlight the specifics of what we actually do, but then um, just regular people, um, clerical or office workers or people in customer support or um, that have an interest in travel, um, they don't understand that we have um, types of positions like that that could fit their needs as well. So definitely a well-rounded company that offers a lot for um, all different levels of skill sets and all types of people. So so a lot of uh, even entry-level stuff, like a lot of college graduates, there's opportunity, but even a seasoned pro, such as a a developer or somebody in IT and things of that nature. Yeah, even empty nesters, uh, people that are maybe wanting to make a career change that um, maybe they worked at an auto dealership or or something like that and they want to do some travel now that they couldn't do that before. Training uh, is a great opportunity for them to be able to do that. So where are most of our employees from or, uh, at the different locations? Are they all more locals or are we bringing them in? Yeah, I mean, we kind of have a mix of of both which is the beauty of it is that we we've attracted talent pretty far away and then we have uh, talent right here locally in Carlinville so it's a nice little uh, blend of, of people and I think one of the things that we found and Carrie and Tim have run into on the recruiting side is, you know, excitement kind of builds more excitement you know I mean you want to be part of a winning team right and we have we're just at this awesome part of our um, trajectory as a company where we've put some of our quality issues to bed and we've been spending time on, on some fixes and now we're ready to pivot to let's work on the cool stuff, let's enhance the product, let's, um, let's look at the next five years and see where we're headed. So best sales year ever last year. I mean, it's an awesome time to be part of Carmack because we're really changing um, direction to, to look at the future pretty strongly. So that, that generates some excitement that people want to be part of, which who doesn't want to be part of the team that makes things happen. So we've really 
developers that have come on board have sensed that and kind of grasped that momentum. We've hired 10 trainers uh, since the first of the year to add to, to you know, 20, a set of 20. So, I mean, we have people rocking and rolling all over the country and Canada mm-hmm. going out and training our customers at a real aggressive pace, and it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And I think just um, because of that moment, a bit strong talent from further away. People sure. are hearing more about us. And um, when I first started here, when I started calling people um, regarding Carmack opportunities, they had no idea who Carmack was. Um, now, when I contact and reach out to people, they're like, you know what? I've actually heard of your company before, and um, I think they're a technical company. And then, you know, we kind of get into some different conversations. So, um, just within the last year that I've been here, uh, a lot has changed as far as that outreach with candidates and um, our, our the circle around Carmack, um, even our different locations in Alabama and Springfield, Missouri. Um, the radius of our reach out and uh, knowledge level of what we're doing here at Carmack has, has really grown tremendously. So speaking of coming from far away and all that stuff, uh, the guy that's ironically sitting like three inches from me, Tim Osborne, so comes from the great state of Texas. Is that where you relocated from? Well, that's, uh, I was originally from Illinois, but I came back to, I lived in Dallas, Texas for a year or two, and then we moved back. But I lived just a town over, and I hadn't even heard of Carmack. Right. But, I but mean, then, you've been here how long now? Uh, I've been here about five months now. Five months. So. so what's your experience been like just coming on? I mean, I know you're a recruiter and you're doing your thing, but just as, you know, your experience coming on board and being a part of the team now what's that been like i think it's just tremendous how much different it is than a big huge uh, company in a big city i mean it's, it's so much different and to be able to walk into someone's office and just ask them a simple question i didn't get that out of my last place and so it's it's a very different different atmosphere for sure um, and a lot less walking around in eggshells and wondering what's going on in the company everything's open uh, but also just the one thing I've been amazed by is the upward movement potential by just the entry-level positions. You may have talked about our trainer jobs, but I think we've had maybe three or four trainers promoted up in the last three months or so. So it's it's really incredible to see that. Yeah, there's a lot of, of movement, and people tend to come in, and the, the ones that shine, they they can move right up pretty quickly. And I think, Gail, you made that point. Like, there's a lot of career pathing and career opportunity here. and. I'm an example of that, you know, coming on board, but uh, I, I like that. So anyway, I don't know if I've met you before today, but welcome aboard. <laughs> you know, Tim touched on a really good point, too, and we hear that from exiting employees and we hear that from new hires that we just have this sense of welcoming that you don't get in um, lots of places, lots of places where you may be watching your back to see, you know, who's got their eye on your, your career or your um, work. We have a really strong sense of teamwork where people are committed to helping each other out. And our customers feel that. I mean, that's why that's that's one of our big competitive edges that our customers know that we genuinely care. But we get that from developers that have worked in other shops that say, you know, I've, I'm used to somebody hoarding information and you guys don't do that here. You're really open about sharing and we, we are. I think we feel like we have this jewel of a company this high-tech opportunity right in the middle of a rural area and everybody knows the value of that and and you know works hard to make it successful so it's still here for our kids and our grandkids to have this have this really successful spot right in the right in the middle of silicon valley i like silicon valley i do too i was gonna bring up as part of that because we're an esop company and what does that mean 
Yeah, so we're an ESOP company, which means we are employee owned. And at this point, we're 28% employee owned. But I think um, the ESOP, when we instituted it, I think it's been almost 10 years ago, um, I kind of dovetailed with our culture anyway. We already had that sense, and that was kind of the culture that our founder, Richard, um, kind of put in place. So it was a really, we were always really open about our financials, really open about customer information, and it kind of dovetailed perfectly with being employee-owned because, you know, we're all in this together. We might as well all financially benefit from that sense of teamwork too, which is what the ESOP does for us. So if we succeed then the share price goes up and you know we all succeed in terms of, of being owners. So you know you brought up a point about some newer people coming on and you know there I've had people that are like, wow we're really surprised that you're sharing all your information in the company meetings and like, you know, well, you know, you're part of the owner of the company, so you should have access to that. But there are some of them are taken aback and I had some conversations with two of the more recent hires in our training department, and these guys were like, wow, this is just incredibly different, and I'm so happy that I'm here. It's like, just, it was impactful to me that they were so amazed at how much happier they were when they started here, and uh, you know, that's a good thing. We want people to walk in the front door in the morning because we all got to come to work, right? We want them to come in happy, and I, I think we achieved that. But on the flip side, we do work hard, and uh, we have high expectations, and we get a lot of work done, so it's a good, good mm-hmm. combo. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of our one of those core values. So core values of being open and honest and fair and a little bit more. I mean, those were things that, that Richard put in place from the beginning. So we, you know, sometimes we're brutally honest, but at least people and customers and employees know where we stand. Hey, this is how we're doing on sales or this is how we're doing on our installation goals. Um, so you have the best information that you can have so that you can do your job better. Mm-hmm. It seems to make sense. I think that there's just a different level of work ethic too involved with an ESOP company, knowing that um, your success or failures is truly your success or failures. I mean, um, everyone has a buy-in with an ESOP company um, versus something that's privately held or publicly traded. Um, you know, and that brings a completely different work ethic on a daily basis I think that and that I think just spins right into why our culture is what it is and why it has never changed and why it's been so good for so long um there's you know there's the transparency there's no politics um that you have to kind of jump through sometimes with uh places um you know waiting for your boss's 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 boss to make a decision on you know something that um impacts your daily work flow so I think that people appreciate that for sure. Mm-hmm. I do too. And I, you know, there's a lot of the teamwork stuff is the open area kind of contributes to that. And, you know, there's, I think it, to your point, people are empowered because they know that they're part of the success of the company and they can kind of feel that, right? And that's part of the ESOP. Uh, you know, I was going to ask you too, Gail, if you wanted to have any conversation around the benefits and stuff that the company offers and what that package is like. I know it, it's evolved over the years. Sure. And there's a lot of different things, and I know that some of those things kind of move around a little bit, but uh, talk about what all... Yeah, I mean, now, I mean, we find, and, and this won't be a surprise to the listeners, I mean, we find that people are shopping for benefits just as much as they're shopping for compensation because, I mean, health insurance is huge. So we're, we offer a real competitive package around benefits 
health, dental, life insurance. Um, you know, we have a 401k match. We have an ESOP plan in place. So we, we provide a real competitive kind of environment and it's kind of a cafeteria of whatever employees would like to choose. We do, um, because we're small, because we're a little bit more nimble, we, um, you know, we get, can get pretty creative on how we implement those benefits. And we have some um, things about our health insurance plan that are, are kind of kind of neat. We do a company reimbursement for your deductible. Um, so there's there's some some different things that we can implement. We have a wellness program um, so that if you go to the doctor and you're taking care of your preventative health, we'll uh, reward you with a gift card. Um, we have a, a committee and a group that is feels strongly about the planet. And so we have um, some green initiatives and we do some activities around planet-friendly um, stuff every year. Recognizing Earth Day is a big deal for us and we do, we recycle like everything, like light bulbs, batteries, bring them from home, we'll take them kind of thing, bottle caps. So we, we, have, a, we have people that are very passionate about um, wellness and wellness activities and sponsoring marathons and you know, those kinds of things. We have passion around the, the um, planet-friendly initiatives. So the cool thing about a small company is whatever you're passionate about, we can work with you on, on spreading that message and making it happen. So that's kind of exciting. It is. And Carrie, I was going to ask you too. So let's say I'm a candidate. Uh, clearly, I'm not qualified, but let's say I were. <laughs> I, what's the best way for people to check out Karma? Just through the website, or I know there's all these different apps and sites of job hunting places. Like, what? What? Where's the go-to today? Um, the go-to really to to figure out what's going on here is um, just to check out our website. Um, that gives you. Um, a really easy way to find out pretty much everything there is to know about Carmack at Carmack.com and um, it uh, tells you about what we do specifically, who our customers are, you actually get to see customer studies on there, interviews with them, um, check out Jim's podcast which is amazing you get to actually get one-on-one -on -one <laughs> with customers and find out what they're doing um, at their dealerships um, so um, there's also videos on all of our um, job postings, um, which Josh Miller, who works here, um, put that together for us. But uh, it gives you a little snapshot into our culture and our company and um, inside the doors of Carmack, what it looks like. Um, get to view employees on there. And um, I think that gives you a real taste for what we have going on. But. Um, just call here if you're interested in a position want to talk to Tim or I uh, call the front desk and uh, we'll be happy to talk about your career choices your career path what you're looking for where you might be a fit here what openings we have um, I consistently tell employees that come up to me and say hey I have a friend that's looking for a job I don't know where they'd fit I say hey just tell them to call me and we'll figure it out so cool I'll probably give you a call Okay. All right. I don't think I want to hire you. You got nothing for me. You got nothing for you, man. Sorry. No, that's good. Thank you. So, uh, carmack.com, and then there's a career page, I'm assuming, yep, on there. Yeah, careers tab. Yep. How many openings do you think we have right now? Just Ooh, I think we have 18. Yeah. It seems like uh, we've been rolling around 18 for a while now uh, because it seems like every time we fill something, uh, somebody moves or gets promoted into another job and then we have uh, a position up. So we've been t uh, singing that take one down, 
pass it around, you know, 99 yeah. bottles on the wall again. So. so we're perpetually recruiting and hiring. Perpetually. That's good. Well, it's always good to keep farming the talent, right? Absolutely. So the good news is if that's happening, then we're making good hires because if people are getting in and they're getting promoted or other teams are grabbing them up because they're awesome, that's the right thing. Yep. So good for you. Well, thank you. Thank for you. doing those things. You <laughs> no too, Tim. I hope one day your office is better than it is, though. <laughs> <laughs> not alone. It's, if you worked for me, I would have Tim needs some decoration in his office, that's for sure. Let's look at that. Like I don't know, a poster or something, put that on the Power website. Rangers, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a morphin' time kind of guy. Yeah, can I get that on there? <laughs> Sarah got that one. All right, uh, Gail, anything else you'd like to add? Well, one thing that I think is so intriguing about Carmack is that um, we are, it reminds me a little bit about, you know, a big family that gets together and swaps stories at a holiday or something like that. I mean, we have, we have a lot of Carmack stories, and Richard, as you guys know, our founder, master storyteller, and has stories back from, you know, the founding in 1981 or whatever. Um, so there's just so many good stories about how employees have worked so hard to meet the customer's needs or, um, you know, how, how we've flown where we need to fly or, or um, stayed up through the night to kind of help customer out. And I just, I just love all the Carmack stories that float around. We have a company meeting um, once a month that kind of reaffirms that and we talk about what, what people are doing and how things are working in the field and what kind of customer um, issues and events we've had. So one of my favorite stories about Richard is, and I, some of you guys at the table will remember this, but remember that snow, it was an icy day. So it was like two or three years ago and Richard just got on it like, wow, everybody's going to leave here and their their um, windshields are going to be completely frozen. They're going to have to let their cars thaw. And so he it just grabbed a couple people and ice scrapers and just scraped everybody's car right before right before work was done so that every, nobody had to stand out in the cold and scrape their car. I mean, that's just that's just the kind of company that, that Carmack is. You know, everybody kind of pitches in and... It's when it's the CEO insane. and chairman of the board is scraping your windshield. So that's pretty cool. That's <laughs> never happened to me. Just which, so you know. which back to Tim's point of uh, his recollection is, I mean, there isn't an office that you can't walk into and right. say, hey, Jim, I got a problem or I got a suggestion. I mean, super approachable and, and people really appreciate that. I think so. And, and, and that's good. I always love hearing that being on the executive team, that people just can walk in and talk to you because it's just how it should be. It shouldn't be about egos or positions. It should be about collaboration, teamwork, and getting it done. And I think we have that mm -hmm. uh, figured out, which is part of the reason why I'm here, because I love that. So good deal. What do you think, Tim? Can you stay on board another five months? Yeah, another five months. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's That's exciting. Well, we're going to send you home with a Carmack podcast shirt for all your trouble today. I can't wait. Nice. <laughs> And we should talk a little bit about, um, Carrie should talk a little bit about Silicon Valley. I mean, we kind of made made that in jest, but, you know, it really is kind of a thing in this area that, that technology companies are focusing on what's happening in the rural area in terms of talent and quality of life and people wanting to get out of the hustle bustle of the big city. And there is tech in, in smaller rural communities where sure your is. quality of life is a lot different. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so we... Uh, started calling um, the I-55 corridor from Springfield, Illinois to St. Louis, Missouri, uh, Silicon Valley for obvious reasons. Um, 
and um, it, it's really caught on um, developers and other tech folks that I've talked to and reached out to um, really get kind of jazzed up and it, um, it really captures their attention uh, to know and hear about a tech company um, with some really advanced uh, um, technical um, skill sets and opportunities um, that we are in the middle of a rural community and it brings um, a different dynamic and um, interest because most people think about technology they think about urban lifestyles and having to live in downtown and parking and um, commuting into the city and stuff like that and here we sit um, this uh, dynamic tech company in the middle of the cornfield where you can go home for lunch every day if you want to you know two minutes home and two minutes into work and um, not have to deal with traffic and um, you know you can go see your kids at school and eat lunch with them and um, you know stuff like that so uh, it really brings a different lifestyle and choice cool. and you know also we should mention that we're a pretty casual workplace I mean you can wear a t-shirt like and I, I had to wear a dress shirt every day to work before I came here so yeah. we had a I can't remember who it was that started here and that was like I don't have to wear a tie I will take this job today exactly. <laughs> you remember that yep. and it's you know if you have to do that every day you realize that that's a huge pain but uh, yeah. yeah the casual workplace is pretty neat we actually tell candidates too that uh, hey when you come in to interview with us don't feel like you have to dress up you know you we're a casual work environment we want you be comfortable during the interview the more comfortable you are and presenting who you are to us um, the better the interview process is going to be for for both of us to know if this is a good match for us or not so um, I, I always reach out to candidates and let them know hey if you want to throw on a t-shirt and jeans and, and pop in with some flip-flops I mean it's no big deal for us so well just full disclosure I wore what? Complete suit and tie. You did. Oh, you dressed it up. This door. They hired me. Very impressive. I was snappy, Izzy. Snappy. My wife had to pick everything out though, because I'm like, I don't know what to do here. It worked out. You know, and some people. It is interesting what people value about a job. I mean, that that's it's a huge comfort thing. It's a huge expense thing about buying dress clothes, that kind of thing. But um just in terms of the little things that mean that are just priceless i mean the ability to run out in the middle of the day and catch your daughter's um school program at two o'clock and then come back in and make up the time a little bit later i mean we do that all the time every day for parents and it's you can't get that time back right. you don't and get to do that in a lot of locations and i hear that the traffic's bad and especially in this town because <laughs> one time Carrie was driving to work and there was like two cars in front of her. And That's terrible. She was so upset it slowed her down by like 10 <laughs> seconds. At least 10 seconds. <laughs> I think we've got uh, somebody that lives almost directly across the street, but he still drives. <laughs> and I just walk over. <laughs> but that has to just be incredibly convenient. Yeah. Yep, the, the commute is easy, that's for sure. And, and it does... It does um, it does resonate with that work-life balance you know life is short so you want to make sure that you can fit as much family time in as you can and it's um it's easier to do in a in an environment like ours it's so. awesome well you guys have been super informative how about you pipe out your phone numbers and email address if anybody wants to get a hold of you is that cool do you want to do that sure sure G Wilkinson, G W I L K I N S O N at Carmack, K A R M A K dot com. And I am Carrie with a K, 
So it's khannah at carmack.com. And then I have T Osborne, so T O S B O R N E at carmack.com. You got an E on the end of that thing? I, I do. Know. Yeah. It's silent, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say anything. <laughs> well, no, I so the best way is to hop on the Carmack website, check it out. You can see, like to Carrie said, there's some videos out there, there's all kind of job postings. You can reach out to them directly if you want, if you have questions about anything. And, you know, if you're out there listening to this and you're interested in working for Carmack, give us a call or drop us an email. We'd love to talk to you. Thanks for listening to the Carmack Podcast. Again, I am your host, Jim Allen. We are the podcast for the heavy-duty industry. We can be reached at carmack.com. Or if you'd like to get a hold of me and have feedback about the podcast, my email is jallen at carmack.com. Thanks a lot and have a fantastic day.